This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon, whatever it may be for you. And thanks for tuning in to BTG, also known as Be That Girl Podcast. I am Caitlin Unland, and I am your host. Well, it's officially March, which means it's crunch time. We got like two months till summer, girls. So we really got to get our shit together. I slacked off a little bit on my 75 hard last week, but I'm feeling more motivated than ever Um, because I can't be seen on a bikini like this on the beach this summer. It's not going to fly. So I'm going to get my shit together right now. I actually just did my yearly bikini haul. Unfortunately, I somehow have to figure out to get how to get lipo before then. But that's a conversation for another day. Today's topic is called the pros and cons of being a fixer. This is a topic I know very well, and I, str- I struggle greatly with it. I know I say that to you guys every week, but this is like, this has been a real issue in my life. <laughs> and what I mean by fixer is someone who naturally wants to fix everything for everyone else, whether that's a problem, a situation that they may be in, anything, really. I just, I want to fix it. Part of that, I would say, um, is because... I have control issues. I don't know where those came from. I need to go therapy and figure it out. I'm not sure. But for whatever reason, I have control issues. Um, And then the other part of that is I care so much. When I care, I care hard. And I care a lot. So when I see someone that I love and care about struggling, I want to fix it for them. You might hear that and be like, what's so bad about wanting to help people? The issue with being a fixer, once again, I'm speaking from experience, is that you prioritize fixing everything for everyone else without even realizing you're creating more problems for yourself. You're sacrificing your own mental, emotional, sometimes even physical health in order to solve someone else's problems. A way that I see being a fixer come up often in my life um, is in my relationships. As my mother would say, I love projects (laughs) and she is definitely correct. I do love a good man that is a project. I often look at men that I'm interested in as projects. And yes, that really is as unhealthy as it sounds. I tend to be naturally drawn to men who have like unhealed trauma or hurt. And I kind of make it my mission to almost fix them. Um, Sometimes I take that a step too far to where I think that I can, I should change them. That is something I'm working on because that is not right (laughs) at all, obviously. But one of the most important quotes you will ever hear is that, you can't help someone who doesn't want to help themselves. It is not your responsibility to heal what someone else broke. And oftentimes, as hard as you may try, you will never be able to. You will never be able to get through to this person because it's on them, not you. And that is like, that is a very hard topic to grasp. Um, I often blame myself if I can't fix something that's wrong with someone else. When in reality, it really has nothing to do with me. Um, In the past, I've lost my own sense of self, getting lost in someone else's mess. And and no one really understood it. Actually, people judged me for it. They'd be like, why are you putting yourself in this position or bleeding yourself dry for something that's not even your problem? But it's my natural inclination. And I don't think people can understand that. 
unless they're an empath. I know there's like annoying TikToks and stuff about being an empath. Like I understand like blah, 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 blah. But no, for real, being an empathetic person, I want to be that person to help others because I feel what they're going through. Oftentimes people have viewed how empathetic I am as a weakness. They view how emotional I am and how much I care as a weakness. When in reality, it's my biggest strength if used correctly. I've even had my own mother and sister tell me that how much I care, I care too much is what they said. I don't think it's possible to care too much about someone or like someone else. I don't think, I just don't, simply don't think it's possible. I think there just has to be a line. You can care about this person um, unconditionally. That doesn't mean you put up with them unconditionally. You can care about them and love them from afar, which is something I'm learning right now. And it's very emotional. <laughs> um, there aren't a lot of people in the world who care enough to want to fix other people's problems. So if you are a natural fixer, then you're a blessing. And I think that's important to remind yourself. But you do have to figure out how to harness that gift while not betraying yourself in the process. I want to go back to my earlier comment about viewing men as projects uh, for whatever reason that I have yet to figure out. Like I said, I have some real control issues. So finding men that have yet to work through their childhood issues was almost like hitting the jackpot for me, as messed up as it sounds. <laughs> like, yes, now I get to basically build a man while I help them through their trauma, but that's not how it works. You cannot build a man, and no man can build a woman. I've learned that I have to let people make their mistakes and clean up their own messes because sometimes the more you try to fix or control another person's situation, the more you're just going to end up pushing them away. Let people make their own decisions and clean up their own messes so you really can see where you stand in that situation. Well, I haven't related this topic back to being a teacher yet, and you know I had to do that at least once an episode, so here I go. <laughs> um, one of the main reasons that I wanted to be a teacher was so that I could be that person that my students have to go to with their problems. No judgment, just advice, and helping them figure out the best way to handle their situations. When I think back to who I was in high school, I think I would have really benefited from having a positive role model who was an adult that I could confide in that was not in my family. I love my family to death. I love my mom. Now I tell her everything. But at the time, you know, I was a 16, 17-year-old girl. I didn't want to tell my mom everything. I needed someone else. And I didn't have that. <sighs> um, so, yeah, I made that one of my main goals when I became a teacher. And I remember before my first day of work, my dad called me to wish me good luck. And he said something that has really stuck with me since. I don't just use it in teaching either. I use it in relationships, friendship, friendships, everything. He called me and said, just remember that no matter how hard you try, you can't save them all and you are not responsible for saving them all. It almost makes me emotional even to talk about it because I feel like he really called me out with that line. For whatever reason, I, and I know many other people can relate, mainly women can relate to this. We take others' problems and put them on our back until our back breaks. One of the things that I've been really working on throughout the past year is detaching myself from others' problems and reminding myself that really don't got nothing to do with me. And it's not in a cruel or heartless way. It's just me saying I'm relieving myself from this weight on my back because it is no longer my responsibility to fix every single problem in your life. 
I don't want you guys to take that in the wrong way. Like it's me saying, oh, never worry about no one else, anyone else's problems or never help out someone in need. Don't fix anything unless it's your problem. <laughs> that's, that's not what I'm saying. It's learning to draw a line about who and what you are giving your energy to. My newest way of kind of figuring out how much I want to give in helping someone else is how they react the first time that I do. If they're not grateful or appreciative, then that's someone that I will never feel the need to fix anything for ever again. Like instantly, I'm turning my fix my fixer switch off just like that. One of the biggest takeaways, if anything, that you guys get from this episode, don't ever put yourself in a position for someone to come back and say, oh, but I never asked you to do that. Or, but I never asked you to do that. But I never asked you to give me that. As soon as someone uses your kindness against you, you better pick your shit up and walk your ass out that door because that is the definition of someone who does not value you. You just put your heart and soul into doing something for them and they're going to have the audacity to turn it back around on you and say, but I never asked you to. That is not a person that you want to use your healing energy on. Know when to release that pressure from yourself. As always, thank you guys for tuning into BTG. Go follow on Insta, TikTok, which is at sign BTG podcast. Go subscribe on Spotify or Apple podcast. And I will see you guys next week for the next installment. Have a wonderful week, my material girls. XOXO, your queen.